Like, yeah. as much as I talk about penises, I figure y'all <laughs> figure out that I don't have anything against them. Well, we gather round on this night to share some stories while you catch your flight. Show that you're short, it's not too long, it's perfect for your morning run. Or if you're on the yard, or if you're inside your car, and I just hope that wherever you are, you'll be a part of our chance conversation. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, this episode is sponsored by R.R. Martin. Yes. The man who gave us Game of Thrones. George R.R. R. Martin? George R.R. R. Martin or just R.R. R. Martin? That's just a lesser known half-brother. Herbert R.R. R. Martin. Correction. This episode is brought to you by George R.R. R. Martin. Which the means man. it will never be finished. Yes. <laughs> and it will go on and on. And everybody must die. And there'll be a few years between this episode and next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to do an episode last week, but kind of like uh, George R. R. Martin's most, uh, or his next book, it was supposed to come out a couple of years ago, too. Sounds my phone. I'm going to roll dice on this. Uh, well, well you we, got to start the episode first. Uh, we, we did. We did not. Well, I said... No, no one has said anything. Oh, we just talked about the sponsorship. Well, you're the one that just started talking about the sponsor. We were just discussing who the well, sponsor actually, was going to be. I was about to, and then Billy asked me about the All I did was point at you. <laughs> And then you asked me, are we going to have a sponsor this episode? And then it started this whole conversation about who's going to sponsor the episode. But we never had the start of the episode. We established that George R.R. R. Martin was going to sponsor this episode. Now but that we know that, we can start the episode and let the listeners know that George R.R. R. Martin is the sponsor. I think they already know that, though. They have not heard a word we've said. We're not recording? We are recording. That oh, is not no that is, <laughs> We're not streaming. Okay. All right, anyways... Uh, well, hey, folks. Uh, here we are with uh, Chance Conversation. I'm your host tonight, uh, Rob. And here with me tonight, I have... Rob. Uh, sorry, Billy is confused. Try that again, Billy. Rob. Okay, we're going to skip past Billy. Who else we got tonight? Uh, hello, I'm Joey. We're here. <laughs> and I'm Russell. Very good, everyone. And I'm Billy. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad we're all on the same page tonight. <laughs> Alright, so here we are starting. We're going to go ahead and get our dice roll out of the way. That's like the first time we've ever rolled they have to re-roll. So we have host pick, entertainment, and headlines. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and start with host pick real quick since uh, I've got a a good plug for it. I was hoping on this. Alright, as of April 23rd, we hit the 500th anniversary is something that's pretty big for anyone who's interested in beer. Uh, this really long, hard-pronounced word called Reinheitsgebot. Okay, I probably slobbered that, uh, slaughtered that, but it's the Reinheitsgebot. It's also known as the uh, purity law, or uh. beer purity law. And in fact, any German beer you look at, you'll see on the side where it says uh, brewed according to the Reinheitsgebot purity law of 1516, 500 years ago. Okay. Now, originally when this law was passed, it was one of the first uh, laws that was passed uh, that was kind of a food safety law. Okay? Yeah. All right. Now, it still exists in Germany. Uh, originally, it limited beer ingredients to uh, three things, water, barley, and hops. 
Later on, it expanded to meet yeast because it was discovered. <laughs> so they added yeast to it. So they didn't have yeast to Well, no, no, no. They, well, they, they, it's kind of like saying that we didn't have germs before we knew they... I mean, we had yeast, but it was kind of a... They didn't realize oh, that they, they could use it. They were not aware of that yeast was what was happening. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. All right, I'll check. That it was kind of like they put all this That's stuff That's a byproduct that they didn't realize. They were like, oh, yeah, it makes beer. and But they didn't realize what part yeast played in the beginning. Eventually, they would understand it and add yeast to it. Oddly enough, um, like I said, it's been expanded over the years. There's all kinds of other stuff you can put in beer. But Reinheitsgebot is still a limiting factor for people who live in Germany or brewing beer. Like, if you want to throw all kinds of crazy stuff in it, like, say, some American beers, mm-hmm. you can't market it as beer. You have to market it as a beer beverage. I was about to say, you can tell we don't have those laws in the no, United no, States. No, 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 beer beverage. Yes, so if you Snickers want to throw a bunch of apricots and honey and all uh, kinds of other stuff in there, I mean, honey was would be one of the... but. Odd things like mangoes or something yeah, crazy. You get those crazy uh, beers like yeah, like pineapple infused, you know. Uh, beard yeast. Okay, that would probably be a no go by the German period. You know, rogue beers. Uh, I was beard just about beer. to ask if they had pineapples in fifteen sixty, but I'm assuming they probably did somewhere in the world, just not in Germany. Probably not in Germany so much. But anyways, uh, <laughs> as of April 23rd, they did uh, celebrations all over Germany, everywhere from Bavaria to Seattle, Washington. It was a big thing. And, uh, and of course, you know, that's part of the German tradition and stuff like this. And tonight I'm drinking Einger Celebrator Doppelbach. Mm. It's kind of my own little tribute to Reinheitsgebot. Yeah. So, so do you think Scheinerbach here is got, uh, abides by those rules? I would say so. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I don't have like the the grain bill in front of me for yeah. Scheinerbach. I believe that's the brewer's term, right? The grain bill. Russell will probably correct me on that. Yep, that's good. But I don't know. Uh, I, I, would, I would say it was pretty traditional beer. I would say it is. Definitely fits Ryan Ryan spot. So you talk, talking about the like? Uh, let's say. Uh, Blue Moon probably would not be according to the laws because it has orange flavor. It probably would blow right into, uh, yeah, a beer beverage. Yeah. Now, some German beers do have orange peel and stuff like that, but... So that's kind of like Velveeta isn't cheese. <laughs> yeah, it's a cheese byproduct. cheese food. It's a cheese byproduct, isn't it? Isn't that what they call it? Well, no our country is no stranger to these laws that specifically define what a product is. If you look at Kentucky bourbon, for instance. Yeah. All right, Kentucky bourbon consists of only certain ingredients and prepared a certain way, aged a minimum time period, and it can only be produced in Kentucky. It's something <laughs> with the water is the reason it's only in Kentucky, right? It's, certain, it's something to do with that. I, I think. think they got a monopoly early on. <laughs> <laughs> just just lost that down. Kentucky's not famous for a whole lot. So. <laughs> well, and it's the same way with uh, champagne, is it not? No, uh, yeah, true champagne's only from the champagne it's only region. From champagne, any other sparkling wine? Yep, is known as sparkling wine. Mm. See, I wouldn't know. There you that. go. Yeah, I wouldn't know that. But we're all about some education on this podcast. We will educate you. That's why, that's why you can find it's us on like a, under the educational podcast. It's like tequila. True tequila has to be made out of agave plant. It can't be made out of any other crap. They true. try to sell tequila. Unlike you know, where vodka can be made out of a beets, anything. <laughs> now we had. Um, we had an education on this recently about the differences between agave and mezcal. mezcal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Turns out that we like tequila a whole lot more than we like mezcal. And, uh, yeah, Rob's brother bought a bottle of mezcal from, and it was, you know, bottled in Mexico. Had I little, believe it. Had a few worms. Dos. Dos Tusanos. Yeah, so Dos two worms is what the name meant. Anyhow, it's, it looked awful. It had pieces of worm floating in it, kind of this clear, muddy, I don't know, it was awful looking. But I was like, I'll take the shot. As relevant, I didn't think it looked yeah. that bad. I hit the shot. And it was just smooth as everything when it hit my palate. I was like, it didn't burn. You know, it had a little bit of a flavor to it. And I thought, well, hell, I'm drinking that, not tequila anymore. And then it got down my gullet. And that aftertaste set in on my tongue about five seconds after I took the shot. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, there's why that's $10 a bottle. <laughs> yeah, it was very distinct. It went from, oh, to, ooh, boy. God awful aftertaste. Tastes nasty. And it, and it was perfectly smooth. Yeah. It really was smooth and it had really good taste. It was the aftertaste that totally killed it. Now, so I figured out if you took a shot and then got a little bit of orange juice just to Coat your tongue afterwards. You're smooth sailing. I mean, like, but yeah, yeah. That that shot was like. I mean, it's what 35 percent alcohol, so I'd say almost 80 proof. No, 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 no. Well, it was 80 proof. Yeah, it was. It was 80 proof. So it was stout stuff, but it just was smooth going down. The solution there is the same solution as to how you don't get a hangover. You just don't stop drinking it. Oh, is that what it should yeah. do? Just, just chug the whole ball at once so you don't get that, that aftertaste. Yeah, that's a good idea. Pretty soon you won't care what it tastes like. <laughs> that, that, that is a good point there, Russell. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've definitely been drunk with a hangover before. I'm not sure if that, that, that logic holds up. Oh, uh, speaking of the subject about ingredients and drinks and stuff, I recently last weekend went to Passover for the first time with some Jewish acquaintances of mine, and so I happened to look at what is kosher alcoholic beverages to bring to Passover. Well, well, basically you can't have any unleavened bread in the house during Passover, so you know you got to take all the bread and all your all your stuff out. Well, I was looking up kosher ingredient, you know, and it was like uh, beer, no go, obviously yeast, you know. Has yeast in it, you know. So ah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So no beer. Uh, they they drink red wine, but I was kind of looking at spirits, and it's very funny that vodka wine has yeast. Huh? Wine has yeast. Okay, wine doesn't. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> I was looking at you know. Hold vodka. on, hold on, Russ, Russ, Russ. Wine has yeast, right? Right. Okay. Now, you can't make alcohol with Well, this yeast. was kosher or something. I'm pretty sure. I mean, maybe if wine is a fermented beverage. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not yeast. What is it then? Flour? What makes bread rise? Yeast. Yeah. Oh, we might be doing the whole thing wrong. I think I got gypped on my Passover experience. <laughs> Anyhow, but it was talking about, you know, you can't do vodka because of the grains, you know, whiskey because of the grains. But it's funny enough, tequila... <laughs> It's actually okay. So, and also, if you have a gluten allergy, me and Rob also know tequila is something that you can drink because it's made of a gummy plant. Huh. Yeah, we we caught that from uh, the uh, catering show. Yeah, said, uh, "What was it? Tequila is actually uh, food intolerant friendly, but makes you intolerable to people." <laughs> well done. Are oatmeal cakes uh, no, they're kosher? Not, they're not kosher. I'm looking for something here. You know, there's a way to tell if something's kosher. Really? It's got the K on it. It's got the U on it. It's a K. It's a U. It's a U. It's a U. 
I'm not really sure how we went from Germany. German you, uh, pure Are you balls. sure? Yep. Is that you right there? And it's what's you kosher right? and what's not kosher. I just saw it. Where did it go? Right there. That's kosher. Mm -hmm. What's the D stand for? I don't know what the D stand for. Dairy? Okay. Let's, uh... <laughs> Alright. That was, that was my host pick. Let's go ahead and shift hang on. Hang on. Hang on. What are you looking up there, Joe? If wine has yeast in it. It has yeast. I'm telling you, man. Oh, you can't make alcohol without yeast. Well, I'm going to look up why you can drink wine on a Passover. That's probably a smarter question. No offense. Not that I'm trying to talk to you like a child. Hey. Can anybody like a bowl of meat? Uh, I'm good. A bowl of meat. Mm-hmm. Huh? I'm good. I got this. I got this pulled up. Just give me a second. I think you have plates over there. Oh, dude. Russell's sucking up the bandwidth with his YouTube videos. I can't see anything. I'm not playing any YouTube videos. <laughs> okay, why is it permitted to drink wine on Passover when it is fermented with yeast? Okay, alright. Okay, so there's yeast as well. Answer. Of the hundreds of species of yeast... He's having an argument with himself. <laughs> the Passover prohibition only applies to yeast when a product of one of the following five grains... Is used wheat, barley, oat, spelt, or rye. Yeast, which is the product of grapes or sugars, is not considered leavened food. There you have it. So it's nothing to do with yeast unless yeah. the grain. Grain, yeah. yeah. So technically, though, what do you imagine that tequila's probably okay for Passover? Well, yeah, because they, they had no idea. About <laughs> the agave plant that grows. The agave plant. 6,000 miles away in that, South America. It was native to the New World. <laughs> Even existed at the time of the Old Testament. Well, that was an oversight. <laughs> Can you imagine a bunch of Jewish people getting Unless, trashed? I mean, tequila. like, God was just trying to be kind. I'm like, well, these Jews are going to eventually figure out about tequila, you know, but no, I, I don't. Uh, I'm going to yeah. start a movement. Tequila, Passover. Good Go shot. Russell, what were you looking up there? Yeah, do, you, do you got anything to add to the subject? Just uh, the significance of uh, leavened bread versus unleavened bread. Well, I can tell you that because I was at Passover. It's because when the Jews were fleeing the, the Egyptians, they didn't have time to let their bread rise. Bingo. And so they honored them by eating unleavened bread. So, I learned something at so Passover. What, did, uh, what was the reasoning behind the whole... Not being able to go to Passover if you had a uh, uncircumcised penis. What was was there? We go. It had to be brought up, right? I'm sorry. Because I'm the that, penis. Because I'm that penis is a connection guy. between the Jewish people and God's covenant. And if you are not, then back then you were kind of considered like not one of God's. But did people. they specify your Passover where they said, no, "Hey, no, if, no, no. Uh, we broke much Just more let you with. know if you yeah. don't have one of yeah. those. No, they didn't yeah. do that. Yeah, we broke a lot of other rules, so I think we're fine. Ah. Okay, okay. Now, now that we've hit the penis level, let's go ahead and move on. No, wait, on wait, 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 wait. I got a thing to add about the U thing. Okay. The use of the letter U inside of the letter O is or authorized by the Union of Orthodox Jewish Congregations. Union. You were looking at this on Islamic Dietary Laws website. Oh, yeah, but a lot of the Islamic Dietary Laws stem from Islamic pra or, uh, uh, Jewish practices. You're trying to figure out who is the bandwidth thief. I always knew it was over there. Mm. Okay. So the U stands for the United Jewish Federation. The K indicates that the food is kosher. 
I told you that. <laughs> did I? It's a star with a K in it. Listen, I worked at a grocery store. They don't not teach you this stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> did they teach you that? Day one. Day one. <laughs> I, just, it, I, I figured it out. Yeah, I wasn't aware that Jitten had a ghetto. All right, moving on. Did he just call Jewish people ghetto? <laughs> you are on a roll now with God's chosen people. I would really check yourself. I'm just kidding, but no, it's quite silly to think that, you know, obviously they wouldn't cover kosher foods your first day yet. Was it? I'm joking. They did not cover kosher foods. Why would they do that? You seem to know a lot about the subject. My boss was a kind of a racist with a fat white redneck. I don't think he's going to sit me down and talk to me about the intricacies of Judean Christian law, food law. I really don't see that. I feel like we should really shift down towards entertainment. Y'all have been throwing All of you. I peeked the thing out of All right. So, uh, entertainment, TV, music, anyone got some, some, uh, some ideas what we want to talk about on entertainment? What's new in the movies, all that kind of stuff? The new Doctor Strange trailer is out, and it looks incredible. Who's in it? Benedict, Benedict Cumberpatch. Cumberpatch. <laughs> Excellent. As Doctor Strange. I As Doctor Strange, Stephen Strange. The surgeon, world-renowned surgeon who cripples his hand in a terrible accident. Ah. And in the hunt to find answers to how to reclaim his his position, he stumbles into the ancient one, the magic. The ancient one? The ancient one, who is played by Tilda Swinton. Who's who's that? Swinton. Tilda Swinton is the, you'll you'll know her, she's the oddest looking woman you've ever seen in movies. She's very albino looking. Very kind of peakish. It's not that Tim Hint or Oh yeah, uh, yeah. She yeah. kinda looks like she has like orange and blonde hair. Oh he's short. Yeah. yeah. She know. was um the only role I can that sticks out in my mind is she was the lady that Brad Pitt had the little fling with in Benjamin Buttons when he was like in Russia. I don't know if you saw Benjamin. Yeah, Buttons. yeah, yeah. When he was the that older one, fellow. That woman yeah. looked kind of like David Bowie. Exactly. I was That's exactly David who David I thought Bowie. it was. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But there is, since we're talking about entertainment, we've talked about this in the past, there's a big hubbub about the fact that the Ancient One in comic books has always been displayed as a, an Asian person. He's the Ancient One. He's a Tibetan power. Why are all Asians ancient? They've been around a really, really long time. Like, like the culture, not like the people. Why is it never a caveman? Good question. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a lot of what they call whitewashing, which is when they take Hold on, white a- actors and put them in the roles of... <laughs> what? I want to expand on Joey's knowledge on the subject. What is a caveman? A Neanderthal, you know. Oh, okay. Like, so it's a it was species... was raised up from the sub-Saharan area of Africa and fled through the, what we now call the Mesopotamia, to, you know. And there's a lot of caves in the Mesopotamia? I don't know that. Yes, I think there's a lot. I don't so, know if there's a lot of caves in Africa or the desert. We're talking Deserts about, don't typically have caves. If you identify of. something that's old, you identify <laughs> with a species of hominid that no longer exists, yeah. which was, by the way, not native to Africa. It's native to Europe. It's Europe. It's, it's small, but He's still. whitewashing history. <laughs> whitewashing <laughs> history. But all we, all know, we all know cavemen came from Africa. History Channel told me. That's all I had then, I guess. 
Oh, but you're talking about the whitewash. They, they, a lot of people are also mad that Scarlett Johansson's going to be yeah, playing. Yeah, goes, goes to the, the shell. shell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear what the studio came out and said in defense? No. They said that they have. Come, this is the real thing. They said that they have gone in with CGI and made the actors look more Asian. Okay. How does that fix the situation? That seems like you're wasting money there. Just hire an Asian. You don't got to spend all the money on the CGI. If you you have a movie based on a very, very well-renowned like Japanese film and story, I don't don't even like characters, and you put white actors in those roles, and then people are like, "Hey, that's not cool. We want Japanese people." Is the solution to make them look more Japanese? And I feel like if people ask for the details of how they did that, you're going to get in more and more trouble. Hey, it's probably going to be one of those, like, you know, Tom Cruise Last Samurai situations, which is absolutely asinine. So did y'all is, it, is it like a modern day equivalent of uh, blackface, do you think? I think so. I think a lot of it is. I really do. And I think with CGI, with the ability to go in and kind of make actors look a little different. Now, granted, a lot of that's been age, aging them yeah. with CGI. But the Ghost in the Shell is going to touch on kind of a, an issue that might arise in future films. I know it sounds weird saying it now, but I can definitely see 10, 15 years from now, if you've got an actress you really want to play a part, but she's of Greek descent and you want someone of Italian descent... It might be easy to kind of tweak some stuff in CGI to make her... You know what I mean? I mean, there's... Yeah. No, because there's yeah. been numerous movies where you have a character who has one ethical background, or ethnic background, mm-hmm. playing a character of another background. Now, granted, it's not always like a white man playing a black role or whatever, but there have been, especially when it comes to some of the issues with having Indian actors play... Iraqis or play Saudi Arabians yeah. or you know there's a lot of that happening in the Middle East because you know us Americans can't quote tell them apart and so right. they'll have a Japanese man playing a Chinese man where in that area of the world they recognize the differences it's mm-hmm. not a subtle difference to them it's a very obvious difference to them and so the ability to go in with CGI and kind of tweak some of the facial features and tweak some things to make them look more. So like it's like the they just care about the name on the film. Like Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Like, well, in a oh, sense, yeah. you've got to pay for the film, and that's how yeah. studios pay for the film. Is you know they get an actor that's well known, even if it doesn't really necessarily fit the story. Did y'all by chance see that really funny meme talking about if uh, asking if Asians ever make fun of white people? No, you didn't see that one. There's an Asian person. Spreading her eyes like this. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I live in Los Angeles. I died. Okay. Rob, Rob is, uh, he's officially. <laughs> he's no, 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 no. Whoa, that, Rob. An Asian making fun of a white person. That's you making fun of an Asian making fun of a white person. He's making fun of Asians, Africans, and entire Jewish what, religion. What was all within 15 minutes. What was the line of Robert Downey Jr.? I'm the dude. <laughs> Play the dude. <laughs> Thank you, the dude. Yeah. Find another dude. See, now I like the meme that was going around with the pictures of guys from uh, Tropic Thunder and it said, uh, one like for one prayer for our, for our war heroes. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> and it got a lot of shares. A lot of shares. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people actually saw that and talked. Speaking of, which it's been a while since you mentioned it, but it, it kind of made me remember. Speaking of CGI, you're talking about CGI. <clears throat> yes, I was. Uh, Nick and I went and saw The Jungle Book. And? Thoughts? We're thinking about going to see it Saturday. It's very good. It's like a mixture of... It's a very good mixture between 
the original Kipling story and the, the Disney. Disney version. I didn't know there was a difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, with most of Disney movies, <laughs> the it. original story matter. I'll tell you what. Look up, for just for example, which it's not a really good... So there was no Dancing Bears in probably the Kipling version. Probably not. But, for example, the story of Aladdin yeah. um, is completely different than the Disney version. Mm. Um, Cinderella. And that's fresh in my mind because of a, I listen to a podcast that talks about... Um, stuff like that. Anyway. We know Cinderella. Um, was it Cinderella where the original tell the girls, the stepsisters, were like chopping their toes off? Yep. Or cutting their feet off to fit in the shoe or something crazy like that? Yep. I had no idea about that. But anyway, uh, in the credits of the Jungle Book, there is a line that says something along, I'm paraphrasing, this film was shot on a soundstage in Los Angeles. The only thing real in that movie is the boy. Wow. Everything else is CGI. Wow. Wow. Can you tell? No. Wow. It is, it's, it's. So it's an animated film. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Knowing that, I mean, it's a good movie anyway. Now, I didn't, I didn't see that in the credits. I saw it brought up somewhere else later. But that just, it blows my mind. <laughs> that's, it's, it's amazing what they can do. And that's, that's what's kind of. What we're gonna be able to do as far as movies go with that level, of you're not gonna need actors anymore. You're not. Well, and there's here's the other thing. I've re- listened to this. You know, we have they're having more and more actors whose likeliness is being used in video games, right? Mm-hmm. Like what what video game was it where the DLC had like John Malkovich <coughs> and there were some other actors in uh, there. What was that? It was a uh, Call, Call of Duty. Duty. Yeah, one of the Call of Duties. But when they do that. That studio now has their voice, their face, everything stored in the computer database. Mm. So if they ever wanted to do another video game, they could pull that data and use a character based on that likeness without ever having to get that actor back in. Yeah. And so there's a big kind of a question about what's the future of for actors once the studio gets a hold of their likeness and owns it. Would they be able to use it repeatedly without paying him to do other movies? <laughs> you know? Um, there's a lot of question with... Uh, Especially the CGI part, the visual part um, of, you know, that's like, ooh, I don't really like, you know, this idea that you can do that very easily. Yeah, and I mean, look at what they did with, I think we talked about this before, look at what they did with Michael Douglas in Ant-Man. Yeah, that's a good example. That is, I mean... Very good example. You you think, when he walks in as a younger man, you think that's a younger man. You don't think that, oh, well, that's fake. I mean, it looks... Very, very real. It's uh, well, and you know, that's the other part about recording with digital media instead of traditional film. Because with the digital media, with having everything you film, it makes it easier to access for stuff like CBI. Now, granted, you can do that with, with old film, taking the actual film reel, recording it in using digital. But once you are re- literally recording it into a digital format, that makes it so much easier to tweak and to add, and it's going to be amazing what we're able to do with CGI in another 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine what movies are going to look like in 20 years. Because we look at 20 remember, years ago. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I remember when Jurassic Park the first one came out, I thought that was the realest looking movie <laughs> I had ever seen. You know what's funny? This still kind of holds up. So it does. Scenes, you it know? does. It really well, does. Well, that's the deal with practical <clears throat> effects. You know, one of the issues that a lot of people had with the the prequels of Star Wars was the CGI Yoda. 
Because the Jim Henson Yoda mm-hmm. puppet was the iconic imagery of that character, and then they kind of went away from that with the CGI. Now they were able to do a lot more <laughs> with Yoda's yeah. character because of that. But you know, you go back and you watch, and some of those puppets that, especially the Jim Henson company, were able to put together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's one of the things of practical effects. They hold up a lot better than CGI. You go back to other movies in the mid-90s and look at what they're doing with CGI, yeah. they don't really hold up, but Jurassic Park does, because there's so much of that animatronics, practical effects. I had something for entertainment. Now would be the term. We got to talk about Prince. We got Prince. to talk about him. You had to bring it up, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't say we had to talk about it. <laughs> Just said we had to bring it up. No, you heard where we have to talk about it. No, uh, what, the, only, the only thing I was saying is I know two things about Prince. One's a quote from uh, Eric Clapton. Somebody asked Eric Clapton what it was like to be the greatest guitar player of all time. And Eric Clapton famously quoted, I don't know, you'll have to ask Prince. That was a, that was a good Prince quote. Prince could wail on guitar, dude. And the second thing is if any of you listeners have ever, if you're bored, you got a couple minutes, watch Prince when he performs at George Harrison's uh, tribute uh, the show and it was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, concert but he had a whole bunch of people do uh, George Harrison's son was there it was uh, Tom Petty singing but Prince comes out and does a solo to While My Guitar Gently Weeps which was written by George Harrison and Eric Clapton and uh, it'll blow you away it gives me chills every time I listen well, to it I, I like, <laughs> just Prince you know, could play that guitar not a lot of people really realize that you know they think he just put the pop laws but he could play no he was a very talented man yeah you know, and I saw the, I don't know if I've seen the picture going around on Facebook, but there's a thing about the lack of drug charges or assault charges or, you know, drug, you know, all scandals, all the stuff that almost every other rock star is known for. And, you know, he, uh, interestingly enough, and I wish I had, I could pull the article fast, but, you know, he is a, uh, he has disabilities. There's talk, you know, he had seizures when he was a kid, a small child. Um, and he was in a was a car accident, and, you know, really yeah. messed up his hip and that kind of stuff. Um, but no, it's I don't know. I mean, when you've got somebody like Prince, who when Michael Jackson died, that was the king of pop, you know, there, all this stuff. But Neverland was tainted. That's putting it mildly. One word for it, but. You know, there probably was some tainting about, going on. Yes, <laughs> there's yes. a lot of talk about what to do with Prince's estate, especially since he didn't have a will. You know, the sister has come out and said that he didn't have a will. Uh, and he's so, got a couple sisters. He, well, he's got one full sister and then several half-siblings. Mm-hmm. And so all the money's going to get split. But there's his vault of all this unreleased music. Yeah. You know, um, and a lot of people are pushing to have a Graceland-type museum set up for yeah. Prince. No, I shouldn't do it. Which, I, I mean... I don't, what would you like to see done with the... What do you think needs to be done with the estate? Have we got any ideas? His music? I mean, his no possessions, gra- he can do whatever. I mean, no Graceland, but... Yeah, I, I, I don't don't make a public spectacle out of it. I would Should say, they release the music? I, I would say his best friends that were in the studio with him, his producers and everybody, musicians that he was really good friends with that knew him well, people who knew him best, should make that call if they would want to release any of it, you know? They talked all about how... Some of that stuff, I mean, he would, like, record it with Patti LaBelle. Yeah. Or, you know, all these other famous artists. He'd come in, do a couple tracks, throw it in the vault. Yeah. For decades and decades and decades. And so there's so much material But see there. here, I'm a weird guy. Is It's never going to happen. But I would say the only re- reason I would say let it be released is all free, though. 
I don't think they should make it. I don't think anybody should make any money off of it. Oh, good luck with that. Yeah, it would never happen, but that would be the right, right. thing to do because he's not there to say if he wasn't going to give it away anyhow. Or if he well, was Joey, just when you become a world-renowned guitar player, <laughs> you put that in your will. Just have a fault <laughs> with all the great that you recorded with over yeah. the years. And so the only reason, only way you get give it away is if it's free. Well, you know, it's interesting, well, too, because Prince is known for having a relatively kind of secretive life. He didn't yeah. really have a big public. But when you look at the cameos and the public appearances he's made in pop culture over the decades, yeah. how many times he's popped in on shows and this and that. Sesame Street? Yeah, I mean, he... He, he was still throwing, like, weekly parties at his mm-hmm. house. He was still doing a, a big thing. He was really big in his hometown. Well, you know, he was he was starting to play some more shows. You know, he'd been playing, and he had to cancel a few shows to be sick. Uh, I'm gonna say you start a foundation. That, yeah, there like, you go. That like promotes you know like music education or something like that, and then let the the profits from the unreleased music fund that fund foundation. That. I agree. That's I why agree. Russell's the adult here. And he lives what? He lives somewhere off Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Odd state. <laughs> Odd state. I mean, for a fellow like Prince to hail from. Okay, so if we're ready to move on from Prince, we're going to shift on to headlines. headlines. Oh, I have another entertainment. Daredevil season oh, two. God, is I apologize, folks. We're going to go ahead and jump right Daredevil back on 2 has been out for six months now. I'm just saying it's amazing. Just go on, bro. Please. Don't indulge you. Yeah, about that. We're gonna Can you talk about the Fallout DLC? Nope. Nope, I have not mentioned that word on a podcast in <laughs> several word. episodes. I just want that to be, be said. Joey, what do you call it, like, after nuclear holocaust, and there's, like, a cloud of radiation, and it settles on the land around it? What would you call that? Sabotage. Fall down. This is what's going on right Fall now. Fall it's down. called sabotage. Sabotage is going on because we're moving on to headlines. <clears throat> All right, we got some headlines out there. I know y'all did some homework and y'all looked at some some stuff going on. Oh yes, I know y'all did. All right, well say, while y'all are looking, I'll go ahead and mention this in case y'all didn't catch this. Is put out this afternoon. Trump has chose a running mate. Did he? Yes, he did. Who did he choose? Before I tell you, before I Can tell I you. Can I take some guesses? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> let, let me give you some backstory. Okay. Now, right. you recall just a, a couple days ago, there was a Twitter war going back and forth, and he said the only thing that Henry has going on for her is she's got the woman card. Mm. Okay? He said that, big deal. And uh, Hillary Clinton came back and said, well, deal me in. Because it's a whole metaphor. All right. With that knowledge, who do you think he chose as a running mate? A woman. Oh, let's say a wild card. If it's if it's if it's a woman, if you think, all right, go ahead. Let's take our guesses. I got two. All right, who you got? But what I'm hoping for is Palin. Oh, That'd that be would be good. Oh, I'd like that. <laughs> I, I think I, I think my second would be Fiorina. Okay, the dog it. food lady. I right, see. That's yeah. how I associate it because her name is Carly Fiorina. But Purina sounds like Purina, which is a dog food. So dog food lady. Yeah. Nothing against her. It's not that I have anything against her as a person. Don't get me wrong. Her politics are complete crap. But <laughs> her as a person, I don't have anything against. But moving on. That's, All right. That's who I got. You got you got any any other input on this? I'm, 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 I'm 
<laughs> you praying for Balaam. Praying for Balaam. <laughs> praying for Balaam. <laughs> it's like the hyper for Piper. <laughs> All right, see, there was the fallout plug. All right, and Russ, you got? Uh, I have no guess. Um, All right. No. It was it's Carly Farina. Is it? Yeah. Now, it's kind of funny. He made all this big deal about only reason. Obviously, he's trying to juice up his ticket, you yeah. know, get the, the woman vote in there because there were a lot of people saying, yeah, I'm not going to vote for a person who uh, describes uh, menopause, or not, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, mm, uh, a woman's period. Yes, but what's the word? The word. Menstruation. Menstruation. There we go. Menstruation. All right. You know, uh, you put an ad in front of that and I got a job. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, but what do you, what was it he called menstruation? How do you refer to it? Uh, she was bleeding out of her. You, you know, know what? what? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So he's going to have a female. I thought he used to call Furious back to you. I thought they had words. Um, he did words. Yeah, he said she was ugly. That was a premature uh, by Russell there. I'm still trying to process it. Hold on. Did I get something wrong? Did I majorly get something wrong? I could have sworn I read it as Trump. Did I tell a lie? Mm, Robbie, I you did. Oh, man. Okay. All right. This is a, this is a first, folks, <laughs> on a chance conversation. A first. I, a first. I have unknowingly... Spewed falsehood. Uh, Ooh, that's what you get for talking about the Jews. Already. I lie, and I'm going to blame Man, this. Found you already <laughs> on a on a slow connection. And I was reading a lot of Trump stuff, and then I saw Carly Farina, running mate, missed it. It's Cruz. It's uh, Eddie Munster's uh, uh, grandpa. Uh, <laughs> Cruz <laughs> has chosen. The dog food lady as <laughs> running mate. Wait, he doesn't have a chance to win anyhow. Why would he be picking the running mate? He's right. completely out of the race. All right. Again, on this no, update. Cruz is the only one that's realistically still in it. I still have no Real- idea. He's not realistically in it. Why well, Eddie Munster's grandpa <laughs> has chosen the dog food lady as running mate when he's still. Yeah. I, I... Why would Ted Cruz pick a running mate? That don't make any sense. They say it is to revive his prospects. Okay, so all that stuff I said about Trump would totally be appropriate. And you know what? For listeners, I just want to point this out. There is still hope. There is still hope for praying for Palin. Praying for Palin. Praying for Palin. (laughs) Hashtag. I mean, at that point, we're only one cabinet member away from the three stooges of the American government. <laughs> so, I really think it should happen. All right, Donald Trump, if you are listening to a chance conversation, sir, first off, we are... Big fans. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. That was what I was going to say. We're totally big fans. Uh, and we really... We're going to suggest that you should go with... Uh, Sarah Palin. We're from Arkansas. We're a bunch of hillbillies that don't yeah. know no better for nothing. And we think that the way to get the masses behind you is to have Sarah Palin as your running mate. Total rubes. We're going to go for it. She's real popular down here. <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty she probably sure she is. is. Yeah, she probably is. <laughs> All right. Um, that, that was actually my subject. Kind of dragged out there. So... <laughs> Uh, as host, I kind of dropped the ball. I made a falsehood, ran a long topic. Man, so many falsehoods, man. 
Yeah. Okay. You get a gold star after this. Oh, I've got a mini episode coming up next <laughs> week too. All right. I've got a couple. I'm I'm trying to pull up here. Y'all y'all give me a couple minutes. Got no minutes. Listen, it's the internet is. It might as well be dialogue. Here's a headline. Queen of England turned 90. How about that? Hey! To the queen. She, she was a foxy lady when she Long was younger, When she was 80. <laughs> yeah, 10 years ago? No, no, no. <laughs> Just kidding. No, the, the pictures when she was a younger lady, she was, she was really... Well, now she's the longest serving monarch or something? Yeah, in European history. In European history. Longest-serving monarch in European history. All right. Something. Well, Rob brought up a good point a couple weeks back about that. Is you know a lot of people they didn't live too long back then. You know, you know disease, yeah. murder. You yeah. know. So, all yeah. right. I know that y'all are always talk, telling me that I bring up penis far too often in <laughs> this podcast. But have y'all ever heard the uh, legend on Catherine the Great? Now she went. No, I have not. I don't want. <laughs> yes. I have. <laughs> No, have you, Billy? Yes. I have done. So, no, no point in retelling the story. I wish I had. <laughs> Can I guess? <laughs> yeah. penis? It does. Not a human one. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> All, right, All right, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm, if this thing would load, it, I, I've got it. It's Listeners, like, you can uh, Google Captain DeBerry. <laughs> how she went. How she went. <laughs> Sure well, we were talking about female monarchs and long reigns, and she was a celebrated monarch herself. That's that's good. According to Laura, that's okay. who got done okay, a little too early by. That's... I have more news out of China. <laughs> All right, yeah, China, yeah, news. Right. China news. I thought we were going to talk about Catherine Ukraine. No, no with the China stuff. news. A dispute between construction companies in Xingtang, China, resulted in a dangerous street brawl involving heavy equipment. Now, I'm going to pass this little... Uh, a, a gif around, but there's a street ball in which front end loaders are running into each other. Dump trucks are piling over things. They're using cranes, front end loaders. Newsworthy. I don't know if you were in that city. Wouldn't you consider that newsworthy? It's utter chaos. What are they doing? They're in a brawl. They're fighting these two construction companies, fighting over, I guess, a contract. So it's like mech war. It's like, <laughs> like a construction <laughs> mech war. Jesus. Twisted Metal Minimum Wage. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you like that one? I like that one. That's uh, pretty good. I like that one. That one, that one was pretty good. That was pretty good. Okay, that raises a very... Um, Racist question. Controversial topic. It's been on topic tonight, so you might as well go ahead. What's that? Because I noticed you said GIF. Ah, it's, it's a GIF. It's it's GIF, dude. It's, it's GIF? No, it's not GIF. It absolutely Hold on. is a GIF. Did you say controversial? Yes. It How is, is it controversial? It's... If it's controversial, then that means that I'm right in some circles. You're not right in most circles. I'm not right in most circles. You're right about that. But the GIF... It's, it's whatever you want to call it. I know a couple of families in Slovenia that you fit right in with, though. You do? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Had me the contact info. <laughs> got him ten pounds. The Rungstogs <laughs> would love your comedy. <laughs> the, oh, because they lost TV in the eighties. <laughs> that is the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. I want to roll tonight. 
Oh. I don't have anything for headlines besides the Queen. Surely. You brought up Prince. No, that was entertainment. Yeah, that was entertainment. Yeah. It technically could be a headline, too, since it did just recently happen. Anyhow. Was that, was that it? Everyone contributed? Yeah. Yep. Headlines, headlines, any new headlines? Uh, something going on? We talked about a lot of headline kind of stuff in entertainment. Prince and the Ghost in the Shell casting. And that, I mean, that was headlines. I mean, a big hubbub about that. Okay. Um, there's something else that I feel like we need to talk about. Oh, here's a headline for you. Did you hear that Ted Cruz picked a running mate? <laughs> he did. Russell, who would Ted Cruz pick as a running mate? I believe we've already addressed that oh, twice. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Dressed it up, said to dance, and it's already back home. Oh, uh, okay, this is... Oh, that's totally entertainment, not headlines. I missed it. Kimmy Schmidt's back for their second season. Yeah, yeah! So, Boy! So I was pretty excited about Holla it. Holla at ya. I've heard it's pretty good. Unbreakable. Yeah. Here's a headline a for you that we have not mentioned. Uh-oh. We got uh -oh. our 100th lock. 100th lock! Hey! We hit the peaks again. Um, let me... Who is, is he, is he even aware? Charlton Heston gave <laughs> us our 100... What, is he aware? We want to give a, give a special shout-out to one Charles Eric West for being the 100th like on Facebook. So, not quite as famous as Charlton Heston, but... Close. Yeah. Close. Charles Eric West, we appreciate you coming in for our centennial like. Um, No. No, I don't think he's it's a, called a centennial he's a, he's a, like. He's a Franklin. Centennial is 100 years. Yeah. Um, so if it were 100 years Our, after we started the podcast. It would be a centurion. centurion. And it was the first day so of the centennial anniversary. He Cent, would be the cent first. Cent is 100. Yeah. Cent is 100, period. Century is 100 years. Centennial is the 100th of them. I'm pretty sure that means 100 years. Centennial. So why would you say a century and a centennial? Because think annual. It's a year. Centennial. Uh, Means every 100 years. Every 100 years. Well, someone needs to send him a message from the Chance Conversation Facebook. We already dedicated <coughs> the episode of George R. R. Martin. Did we? I think so. It'll I turn don't out, think we did. It'll be decided when the episode is edited and we figure out what exactly we said. We could have said it. could have said George R. R. Martin. Could have went back. I thought it was peanut butter. I thought it was Jeff. Actually, we... <laughs> hey! hey! Billy got one in. I got one in. Out of the wire. Out of the wire. <laughs> Took me the whole hour. <laughs> and I'm waking up. <clears throat> I'm here, guys. Hey, we're moving. All right. That's a lot of blue. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like... We like making Russell's it. job. That doesn't look like good. No, this is good. You should have seen this. You know, uh, Russell, you need to talk to the podcast editor union. About getting a better wage is because uh, we're taking crap. I kind of want to see those questions. Can I see those questions? No, we're not doing questions. We're you have roll questions. We're not doing questions. Good night. I'm so good. I love you all. Please follow us on Facebook. You had your host pick. You just talk about booze instead of reading questions. All right, folks. So. That was uh, that was our episode. This is old. Paper. I hope you enjoyed it. I know we always enjoy. 
So uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave it to Billy sign us off. Arrivederci. And he's going to give us uh, <laughs> some more information other than the Italian greetings. All right, guys, listen up. I want everybody listening to send us an email at a chance conversation at gmail.com, letting us know what it is you like about our show and what it is that you would like us to do differently. That way we can adjust accordingly and evolve with your listening pleasure. Also, if you feel like staying up to date on what we're up to, you can always find us at facebook.com slash podcast ACC and over at Twitter as well. We are there awaiting your questions, awaiting your likes. We just hit our centennial. Let's go for our bicentennial. Hoorah and good night. Prost. Thanks, guys. You be a part of our chance conversation. By the way, uh, it was horse penis.